We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Welcome in. Lucky Lefty Podcast. I'm your guy, Sean Davis, the SD2 Mics. Left is right here. The Nora boys are in the building. We are in brought the building. By Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. It is that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure you do so. Uh, responsibly you gotta do it responsibly i have to admit left your barber hooked you up brother okay yes your your barber hooked you up brother the 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 linkage right there on the side is coming it's coming through bro it's coming through it's coming through (laughs) 2023 all staying groomed up man i'm working on it (laughs) it's funny man because i am not a suit person but for some reason i'm starting to get the vibe for suit against suits again Okay, yeah, okay. So, you know. Not, not the Shannon Sharp suit, though. No, mine will fit. <laughs> I like suits that fit. Not, not the uh, two inches too small on the, on the, on the shoulders. <laughs> it's like, come on, brother. You got enough money to get a true tailored suit to your size, bro. Get it done right. Great weekend. Big recruiting weekend. Three practices in the books for Notre Dame. The next time we'll get a complete look at the Fighting Irish will be April 1st, this Saturday, where the media will be able to view the entire practice, the entire practice. So some good things. We're going to talk about the quarterback play, how it continues to star and shine in practice. We're going to talk about some of the recruiting that took place over the weekend. And then we're going to talk about Left's opinion on what we saw at the pro day and his opinion on practice on Saturday, along with some other things, man. It's really important that everyone knows YouTube is the place to be. Subscribe to our Lucky Lefty YouTube channel. Hit the like button and make sure you hit the notification bell. Anytime we go live or post a video, you'll get a notification and you'll be in contact and connection with the Lucky Lefty podcast. Download our podcast daily over at Apple Podcasts and Spotify. CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, all of our great content. We are the home of the misguided passion. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, left. Let me just say this. This this has been one of the most entertaining March Madnesses that I've ever witnessed. <laughs> yeah, it really has, left. I um, I have thoroughly enjoyed. You know, basketball is my number one sport, bro, and. Um, I just like good basketball, man. People will tell you, I will go to a high school game around the corner at a local high school and just sit and watch. I don't need a superstar player on either team. I would just go watch basketball in its purest form. And I think, I don't know if you heard this, but this Final Four represents, in my opinion, Maybe not a full new era in college sports and college basketball, but it does represent the ups and downs that I think are going to face college sports in general. Absolutely, for the first time, there are no McDonald's All-Americans in the Final Four. Wow. For the first time? First time. No McDonald's All-Americans. Not one. Not one McDonald's All-American. And there are no true freshmen playing. This is truly a Final Four that is representative of the transfer portal and the power that it kind of holds in college basketball. It's important in college football. We saw that with TCU this year. But the power it holds in college basketball is absolutely amazing. And this is a year coming off of a year when we had all four Blue Bloods in the play in the uh, final four last year. You know, it was all about the Blue Bloods. It was all about the big coaches, all about the big talent. And now we sit here with San Diego State, Miami, Florida, Atlantic, and the only Blue Blood represented is UConn. And UConn was built through the transfer portal and Danny Hurley. So it's very interesting. And a lot of people might feel like, you know, I'm not watching that Final Four. I am. Because I think you think a lot of it is because they have experience in like veteran players, like the more experienced veteran teams make it farther. Uh, Because FBU is pretty senior. I know Miami is pretty senior. And they got a really good coach. Well, Miami lost to Kansas last year, who ended up winning the championship. So Miami, Miami replaced Charlie Moore, you know, who went to shout out to Morgan Park, Chicago's own. Charlie Moore was the point guard for Miami last year on their run to the Elite Eight. He leaves. They get transferred. Nigel Pack to come in. Nigel Pack is a phenomenal player. He comes in. And, you know, you have uh, – Henry Miller, who last year bust on the scene in the tournament this year in the Elite Eight against Texas, he comes away with the Christian Leitner game, perfect from the field, perfect from the free throw line, 27 points. So, and he spoke about it after the game, like the gut punch that he felt losing in the Elite Eight last year and then missing the opportunity. And he said the team was driven to get back to that spot and they were down 12 with about 12 minutes to go. 
And from that point on, dude, they made a comeback. Think about this. They made a comeback without making a three-point shot. They were Miami, Miami came back came back from 12 and did not make a three-point field goal. Just tough buckets. Just tough buckets and stops, bro. So this this really has been a salute in a way, this tournament to just basketball in its purest form. Just basketball in its purest form. I understand there's a lot of controversy over the way the Creighton, the San Diego State game ended. San Diego State is like an old to the old school bad boys. They just physical. Everybody looks like they spent the entire all season in the weight room. They just push you around. Dude, now, would you give credit to these teams that are making it that are kind of the uh, the the one-offs as a as a coaching elite coaching efforts, or is it just the overall effort of the team plus the coach? Well, Miami has been coming, right? Yeah, Miami been coming. I'm thinking Miami's, Miami's been, been coming. Coaching. But Jim Laranega, dude, Jim Laranega beat UConn to get to a Final Four with George Mason. This dude went to the Final Four with at George Mason. We don't have to worry about when people were talking about when I put him on Notre Dame shortlist. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna go get that dude. Uh, he wouldn't leave my. I wouldn't leave Miami for South Bend, and he probably wouldn't either. But I'm just saying, the dude can coach his boat. He can coach his butt off. That's proven. That's proven. And they said something about his style yesterday. He said, "I train them, and then I trust them," and I think that's phenomenal in that's coaching. Right. He said, I trained them, and then I trust them. And you can tell the way his guys play for him and play for each other that they buy into that. So you have Jim Laranega, and then you have Florida Atlantic, who has really, you know, had the most wins in the nation all year or been tied or right there, doing an incredible job the way they play. They play fast. They have the big boy in the middle. It's hard to handle. It's a double-double machine. He controls the paint. They played a fantastic game against Kansas State. Fantastic game. They were down by seven or eight and came back to take the lead and hold on eventually at the end. Just fantastic performances, man. But you talk about teams like this. Teams like this, this moving forward left, eventually they're going to lose their head coaches, right? Because the oh, Florida, yeah. 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 Florida Atlantic makes this run. That coach is going to end up in a big he program. He has to leave. Yeah, he's going to end up in a big program. So then, what does the program do, right? So oh, I don't. Yeah, that's like, uh, what was it? Was the team last year that went all the way? Uh, and the the coach was a high school all American and played like what Kobe played, and he ended up getting a new job, right? Oh, Shaheem Holloway. Shaheem Holloway. Shaheem Holloway, and now he returned to Seton Hall, the coach where he played. Yeah, right after that good season. Like, yeah, yeah. St. Peter's. Yeah, he took St. Peter's. To the lead eight. So, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things, man. You you grow and you get the programs as big as you can get and take them as far as you can, and then the big programs come in and take your players. And if they don't take your players, they take your head coaches. And then if and, you know the name, you already elite. Everybody just use us as a as a launch board. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I shout out to Michael Shrewsbury who we got a glimpse of on campus on Saturday. Uh, he was introduced. He introduced himself to all the coaches. He spoke to the football team. It was an electric atmosphere. That was a buzz. I remember I remember pulling up, left. I remember leaving the pro day, and I saw all the signs. I saw all the Notre Dame, Virginia signs, right? And I was like, man, is it baseball or is it lacrosse? I couldn't tell. From the sign, I just saw the logos. And I was like, okay, Virginia's in town. So I pulled back up for practice Saturday. And the same lot that we used was just absolutely packed. This packed. So I get into the IAC to view practice to come out. And it was just like, man, the practice was electric. From what we could see, the recruits that were there, Man, the recruits and their parents filled the entire, man, top of the indoor facility. And then you have recruits down on the field, you know, 
it was just an electric atmosphere, man. It just really was. And then, of course, you saw what happened, you know, when they left practice. It, it was crazy, bro. It, it was crazy, you know. And that's, that's, you know what, as much as we talk about things that need to change in Notre Dame, one of the benefits of the players truly being part of the community, the student community, one of the byproducts of that is something that we saw when that football team left practice and walked into the burn of the lacrosse field and everything just went up. Like, you don't get there anywhere else because, you know, the lacrosse players at another school might not be as cool with the football players. That's right. But that is a legitimate connection and nexus that I think not only the players and the students and the student athletes go out of their way to make sure they support one another, but it's definitely evident that the coaches in all sports at Notre Dame, and it's not gender specific, all coaches support one another at Notre Dame. And it's actually a great atmosphere. It was lit Saturday left. A lot of them, honestly, though, uh, are like tenured coaches. Like I know, you know, the softball coach been there for a while, the baseball coach been there for a while, but the, the newest coaches are the football and the two basketball coaches. Everybody yeah. else kind of been there for yeah. five, 10 plus years. Yeah. Absolutely, left. Absolutely. So, you know, we're in this era of college basketball where, you know, NIL and Transfer Portal, man, they have changed the game. Changed the game. I'm very interested in uh, their this USC with Drew Peterson, that big man that's a freshman. Of course, you know why I pay attention to USC basketball. They have Drew Peterson, Boogie Ellis, the two, the big man freshman that they have, he's going to get better. And then they have two, they have one McDonald's All-American already committed. And then LeBron James it also is also rumored. KD has a video where he said recently he believes Bronny is going to USC. So you, USC could be. USC yeah, could, could be, be the, the next place one to be. Juju Watkins. I think yes. he, Juju Watkins goes to his school. Yeah. And, and, and she's a big noter, uh, uh, USC. And I think Bronny and their face, I don't know how they're connected. Yeah. Bronny she's and, coming to the women's squad, right? She's, she, she's a uh, McDonald's All American. McDonald's All American game, right? And you have, the I women's squad has player. like two McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. And Bronny is like, I think he's just going to stay with it. I don't know yeah. if it's, you know, it would make sense. But I think Bronny should go back to Ohio, man. I think LeBron wants to finish. Of course, you would say that, Lev. Of course, <laughs> of course, of, of course, you think that. Because you got to think about it. Like Sierra Canyon was a great place for LeBron James, and you know him to build his infrastructure, stuff like that. But then you got to think about it too. All right, well, Bronny really could go anywhere. So I don't know how much of a connection that. LeBron has the USC because usually, you know, LeBron kind of like facilitating his way to the league. Right, so right. You would think he would either go to Duke or Ohio State because that's what I think LeBron would have went, Duke or Ohio State if he went to college. Right, right. So, you know, I'm excited because, heck, that'll be baby girls last year at USC. And if I can get a couple of Bronny games in my viewing, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So next year, and then you got DJ Wagner going to Kentucky and Calipari, his class next year. Man, Cal should be in the Final Four next year. Let me tell you something. I'll say this right now. Wait, Cal basketball? No, no. John Calipari in Kentucky. Yeah, they got the number one. They got the number one recruit. Uh, they got the number one recruit. Oh, how do you say it? The number one recruiting class. Yeah. Coming in that next year. They said that like all five are like lottery picks. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. If John Calipari does not win a championship next year, he needs to resign from Kentucky. You said resign? He needs to resign, bro. <laughs> I don't want to hear it, man. Yeah, Look, because all he has to do is supplement with a couple of transfer portal moves, not for talent. Not for talent so much, but for veteran leadership. Yes, yes, because all the he, freshmen, they just go so far in the tournament, but veteran that's experience. That's all he needs. That's all he needs. See, when he went up against – his team was as talented as Kansas State, but when the game got tough, 
He didn't have he didn't have he didn't have he didn't have that veteran leadership. They had a Keontae Johnson and a point guard that was those guys. Oh, Norrell was man. That kid is New York tough. The like New York five, guards, nine. they still play like New York guards. There's a New York guard. They're trying to make a comeback. They're trying to make a comeback. Yeah. You can They're definitely tell they New York the way they play. Trying to make a comeback. And NIL is important as well. I mean, even Tom Izzo said his point guard, you know, one of his point guards, his guards are from New York. And what he is said, yo, that he's going to use his NIL money to take me out to eat when we get there. So NIL, NIL money is changing, in my opinion. You're seeing more of an impact on the basketball side. Really? From from a, I don't really hear result. stories of NIL from, basketball that's, stories. That's the thing. That's the thing. Because the people get like Wong from Miami. I think Coach Vic pointed this out in the chat. He he for he didn't go to the NBA because of the NIL deal he got. Yeah. To come yeah. back to Miami. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I see more veterans getting the NIL money from the basketball standpoint. Miami gonna get out of money too. Larry and Davis celebrated. Like <laughs> yeah, the NIL dude, the the well, the Miami women's team, they lost in the Elite Eight, but they have two guards. They were getting crazy NIL deals. So, look, the NIL, I think is it can, you get more bang for your buck in basketball, probably. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you will. I don't like it. I mean, because you know, I didn't even like like you said, like you don't hear about basketball nil stories because maybe I mean it's been going on the whole time, <laughs> so it's not a yeah. big deal. Yeah. But I think it's a fresher thing for football because it can go in so many ways. I mean, yeah, I really would like to see the five year return on these companies yeah. that give out these deals and what it looks like. Yeah, Michael BB said you kind of have five true freshmen. I didn't say they didn't have freshmen on the roster. I said there are no true freshmen playing. That's what I said. I feel like it's hard to play as a true freshman unless you're like Zion Williamson. <laughs> well, it's definitely no true freshman in the starting lineups in the Final Four. And if anyone is getting minutes, it's minimal minutes. Like, there's, no, there's no impactful true freshman in not the Final Four. Nobody there, yeah, there's, there would not be uh, Dante DiVincenzo deciding the national championship game or what's the guy we all hate that went to do that you know starred against Grayson, Butler. Uh, Grayson Grayson, there would be no Grayson Allen coming in as a true freshman you know <laughs> killing Wisconsin in the national championship game that's no. not happening this year no that's not happening this year so it's a different era it's a different day it's a different day so um yeah I hopefully Notre Dame can jump into it yeah, I mean, Notre Dame, is, is primed itself. Notre Dame has definitely primed itself in a position where the coaching can get us there, but it's that gap of are we going to get those players in that we need? Because I feel like we got one side of the puzzle figured out. We got the coaches. We got the coaches. The players, I think it's going to be a fight, but I think – Football, they can pull some basketball with this new coach's new era and the apparel deal. We might snag a couple of McDonald's All Americans. Look at Kansas State; they turned around. I like their coach. Ooh, I think he's similar. Coach, coach Tang, yeah, Coach Tang. I think he's very similar to the the feeling that uh, Strawberry will give us. Yo, shout out to Coach Tang and the speech that he went in and asked to speak to Florida Atlantic and the way he spoke to those young men in defeat and pretty much told them they were the toughest team that they had faced all year and nobody can beat them if they stick together. I, I thought wow. it was, that was yeah, it was, it was absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. He's a man of faith. Uh, their mantra is crazy faith. Man, he know, really said so. that? Yeah, I, I, you know, go ahead and talk about it, but I, I'll find it for you, Left. It was pretty amazing. Man, that's, that takes a lot, you know, to, to especially be riding a wave like Kansas State was and to lose and to have so so much humility. To yeah. really, I mean, they played good, though. I mean, the team that beat them, they played. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where, um, you know, that reverberates through a program uh, in a lot of ways un, unsaid. 
And I think that's going to be a program to be watching for in the, in the years to come because Transfer Portal has made basketball even more exciting to watch. Yeah. So, once again, Final Four, things have changed. I don't know if we're going to see, you know, changes like that as far as the football part of it. But, you know, the era of NIL and the transfer portal is definitely making a difference in college sports left. It, it is it's pretty profound. And to watch the evidence of it in this final four in Houston, it's and Miami had to beat Houston and Texas to get to Houston. Think about that. Think about that, left. They beat Houston and Texas. That's hard to do, man. That's hard to do, man. I think to be able to just stay consistently in a tournament setting to go back to back like that, I think it's something you got to commend, but also be excited the fact that this is going to attract transfer players. I think the Keontae Johnson story and yeah. his ability to be able to go through what he's gone through and then for him to say, especially in the interview, how he was like, yeah, I trusted Coach Tang and he trusted me. Yeah, here is Coach Jerome Tang. A quick tidbit, snippet, shall I say, of him talking to Florida Atlantic after losing to them in the Elite Eight. Toughness, your togetherness, your ability to make plays for each other, right? Like the way you communicate with each other. There's no, nobody can beat y'all, right? Nobody can. So just stay together. Don't get distracted between now and then, all right? Stay locked in. Keep doing what you're doing. Y'all the toughest son of a guns we played all year long. Uh, just proud of y'all be rooting Appreciate for you. That, all right? Thank you. Thank you. This only proves Yo. that college basketball is way more even out. Yeah. Nick Saban yeah. would never go into the <laughs> state of Houston State. <laughs> Dude, did you see Nick Saban doing a pregame when they were talking about Georgia passing Alabama up? Dude, that cat Nick almost had a man coronary on the set. Look, no, <laughs> Nick Saban is not going in the locker room at the loss. Oh no, no, oh, no. no. I, you know what? As much as that, and I want to point this out, ladies and gentlemen. Marcus Freeman is officially a rock star. He's a rock star. He, let me tell you something, man. The look, the kids are one thing, but these mamas, <laughs> dude, these mamas want to take pictures more than the kids. With Martin Freeman, I'm telling you, hey, Martin Freeman is a rock star, man. These he's are, a rock these star. Are, these are Sean's thoughts and not the thoughts of no, mine. no. First of all, Paul, because I'm not trying to say I understand Martin Freeman is a family man. No, we know who he is. We know who he is. I'm just speaking but, from but the you're right. The, dude, we, what do we say every year? If Notre Dame was recruiting mothers. Oh, they would have the number 10 one five stars. They have 10 five stars every year. We're the number one school in recruiting moms. The number one. Easily. Like and everybody that's, just, that's a big time recruit that says they mom is an important decision for them to decide. They always yes. say they love Notre Dame. Yes. They're like, oh, my mom Absolutely. loved Notre Dame. Like, I didn't even have Absolutely. He just kept asking questions. I was just had to sit back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Now, now more kids just today, mom. No, they might have a national championship. That's man. all we need. We need the kids to listen to their mom. <laughs> listen to you, we need, man. We it's the dads. It's the dads that get caught up in the NIL, man. They start hearing about them it's boxes the and shoes. Yes, they sir. Start hearing about them, them, See? them numbers. See, see, <laughs> I, my wife definitely would have had to take over, take over for me. <laughs> If I had a son that was being recruited, I'm telling you right now. Hey, that's why uh, what Dion said. He need a two parent household. <laughs> they got to balance them decisions out. Well, no, seriously, man. It, you know, and it wasn't just you know. I don't want to misrepresent, but just the families were just as excited to meet and take pictures as the recruits were. Yeah, dude, he, he's a superstar, man. If he ever wins, if Marcus Freeman wins. Oh, College football is in trouble. It's in trouble. It's, it's in trouble. It's going to move the, the pendulum so far. Yes. Because now, don't let Notre Dame look cool. We were yes. already competitive with everybody else, but don't let us look cool. That was the only knock from the gate to the five-star village. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. He break down Notre that Dame, lock, we're in there. We're in if, there. If they can somehow 
win a national championship. You see how, from a recruiting standpoint, the likes of Georgia, Ohio State, and Alabama have pretty much banded together. Yes, they're like stop Marcus Freeman. Look, if one of these, if one of these recruits don't go to us, he'll go to you, but he cannot go. Exactly. Notre Dame. Exactly, because they know Notre Dame. Don't let us get in the door, because then if you let us get in the door with no conference, yes, sheesh, they might have to redo the playoff system. Yeah. Absolutely. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, all of our great ton- content. Leave five stars, leave your comments. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know we spend it different. As you can see, um, it's HGTV over there, left spot. My man is getting it in, <laughs> building his own studio. Yeah, I'm in the in the midst of it. In the midst of it. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So um, let's talk about this because we're going to say the second half of the show to hear from Jared Parker, talk about the practice and the offense moving forward. But there's a big recruiting weekend left and we can start it off. We can start it off. You know, it's the only only right that you started off with the best. And that's Chicago, baby. I mean, you might as well go to Chicago. That's start right. It off. That's what I heard. Yeah, what I heard five star <laughs> defensive tackle Justin Scott was in town. Uh, I put a conversation I had with him. I talked to him right after the visit on Saturday, and I told him, like, man, look. But he's been there before plenty of times. Yeah, he's been there multiple times before, you know. But I told – I knew everybody was going to be calling him. So I do the same thing I do, talk to him, get a quick reaction, told him, yo, we'll talk Sunday night, you know, when you get home, relax and everything. That's exactly what happened. And uh, I put up a nice little tidbit of the conversation, some bullet points of the conversation over at the message board on Irish Breakdown. You can go look at that right now. But Marcus Freeman, Notre Dame, Grand Slam, bro. Killed the visit. Killed the the visit. It's it's not the visit that that, that I think you know, because we knock it out the park. I find it hard for any recruit to go up there and not have a good time. Especially with Marcus Freeman doing the hosting and all of that. Yeah. We we convinced the mothers for sure. Facts. We're missing just one piece and I'm trying to figure it out. It's not the bad experience on the trip. It's not the parents. The parents love it. Mm-hmm. What is the missing deciding factor? Let me tell you something. And we want to clarify, right? We did, We had two interviews with Carnell Tate. Am I correct? But we also had two offline full conversations with Carnell Tate. <laughs> In the real conversations. <laughs> I was angry with Carnell Tate because if I felt like the previous staff did a horrible job. Um, we can keep 100. Carnell Tate's mom didn't think highly of Brian Kelly at all. No. She said she didn't trust him. And that was something that Marcus Freeman and the new staff had to overcome in a short time frame. Marcus Freeman and Chancey Stuckey did what they could 
to get him in the door. They got him down to campus for an April visit with his mom. Chancey Stuckey continued to talk to Ashley Griggs. And shout out to our boy Cardell Tate for getting his black stripe removed. Oh, was as, as a freshman at Ohio State. You know, oh, they go like through the hazing process, you know, academically, athletically, you have to reach certain goals to get the black stripe removed. And you oh, now you consider the, part of the team. What's the black what's the black strike? Is it like bag or something? I don't know, man. It's <laughs> some Ohio State crap. But shout out to our boy Carnell, because we still talk to Carnell. Yeah, but, shout out to Carnell, man. I expect him to play next year. I think he's gonna be in the game somewhere. We're gonna have to smack him up a little bit. Yeah, just, just I told him, I told him, him like all the time. The right side. I tell him all the time. You're gonna have to take this. Hey, you're gonna have to take this whooping. That's all good. Yeah, we but love we you. love you though. You we know. love you, but you're gonna have to take this whooping. And you know, he Todd Carnell was very honest with us about what was going down, his mother's feelings, what Notre Dame had to overcome. My anger came from the fact that going back to the beginning of his recruitment, Notre Dame was his first offer. It meant a lot. He's a Chicago kid, and Notre Dame just flat out dropped the ball. Mm. They just dropped the ball. And but that happens Ohio with State Chicago. That happens with Chicago stuff. Thank you, Left. That's been happening with Chicago kids. That's the problem. Back to Laquan. That is Treadwell. the problem. Going back to Laquan Treadwell. He was no reason. <laughs> no reason he should have been an old miss, but I digress. Yeah. The previous staff and their gaps in recruiting have been well chronicled. No reason to even go back there. Once again, we come to Justice Scott. Notre Dame gets in on Justice Scott later than they should. He doesn't receive a pot of gold last year, which is you see, that's it. See, that's the you know. And That's all of these things, doing all the right things, they got to follow through through the details. All of these things, but they still end up number one on his list. He was that they were the offer he was waiting for. You know, he he was about to commit. Just offered a visit from the coaches to the school and conversations. He didn't even go back to visit. Just offered a visit to the school. He was ready to commit to Notre Dame. Then he backed off. Talked to his coaches. Some other teams came in, Ohio State, Georgia, namely. You know. He decided he wanted to do his due diligence, and he was in the middle of leading the basketball team to back-to-back Final Four appearances in basketball. So shout-out to him and that with St. Ignatius, the Wolfpack basketball squad. Is the Catholic School League pretty, pretty solid in Chicago basketball? They were. This year, I think there were three teams that made it downstate just from their conference. Because usually their division. That's really nice in Catholic school. I think it was Ignatius, Marmion, and I forget who the third team was. People Mm -hmm. that they played twice a year, three of those teams made it down just from their division in the Catholic League or their conference in the Catholic League. So it was pretty competitive. That's the white division in the CCL where St. Ignatius plays. So. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's an emotional, it was emotional, you know, because they're playing and uh, they're losing two starters, trying to hold on and trying to make a run. You know, he's getting visitors to all the basketball games. He's trying to concentrate on basketball at the meantime, talking to coaches. He loves Notre Dame. He wants to commit. Then he backs off. It was a lot. It was a lot. And he admits that this was an opportunity with a clean, clear head to really embrace everything to see if the feeling was the same. Yeah. It was in January and it was, and it was, it just flat out was the feeling is the exact same, you know? So that's one of the things I jokingly said to him because he has two visits scheduled in June, uh, one to Ohio state, one to Georgia. And I'm talking to him on the phone and I can feel the vibe. And I thought I'll ask them. I said, are you going to be able to make it to June? And he kind of laughed and he said, man, I don't know. We'll see. It would you be know? a step in the right direction. Something Al Washington would be nice to add on his uh, on his, on his his roster. Yeah, and I will say this. And I'm going to leave it here. As I said before, I put tidbits up on the, the message board over at Irish Breakdown. I don't care what anybody else says. You heard it here first for over a year. 
I've been telling people it's going to take something extraordinary to get Justin Scott to leave the Midwest. Yeah. How long have I been saying that, Left? A long, a lot. In a, in, in, a, in, a long it, time. It should be the case. It's hard for him to leave the Midwest. That's why when that, the Georgia stuff came pressure. up, when the Georgia st- stuff came up, I was like, all right, that's understandable. It's Georgia. Of course he should have. Of course he would be interested. But I stand by what I've been saying. It's going to take something extraordinary to get Justin Scott to leave the Midwest. Period. Let me translate it. It's going to take a lot to get him away from his mama. Oh, shoot. If that's the case, I know he's staying. And we I've, been trying to, I've been saying it for over a year, left. He love his mama, huh? And people are like, I'm like, look, man, this kid is not leaving the Midwest. He's not. So I'm personally, I would be more concerned about Ohio State than I would Georgia. That's just my opinion from knowing yeah. the kid. No, yeah, I think Ohio State is more realistic. I don't think he wants to just be that far in general. Nah. Because he feels like he can make it wherever he at. You yeah. know, some kids feel like I need to go there and be around them and I rub off on me. I know Justin Scott probably feels like, just give me an opportunity. Because remember, he's trying to be the best in the nation. And see, people like, I see people in the chat, look, man, Justin Scott's parents ain't hurting, man. No. That, see, that's, see, people fall into like what they might think of people's situation. This dude goes to a big time Catholic school with the likes of Kendall Gill. Put it like this. The best of the best in politics and business, their children go to St. Ignatius. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a, a known fact. Dude, Justin Scott's parents are good. So Kirby waving some money at them. They ain't about to do Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the the bag only goes so far. Look, man, I keep I've been telling people, like, dude, all right. I'm trying to tell you about this situation. I'm trying to tell you about this kid and his people. Right? I think another publication put it out on social media. What did he say in another interview with another publication? I'm a mama's boy. And it's going to be hard for me. It's going to be. And he said, I'm a mama's boy, and the proximity is very important. Look, man, I try to, I try to, I try, I try to throw little things out there to let people know like hey you know but it is what it is man hey and you know and it's good because i think marcus freeman acknowledges the fact that uh i think he knows his recruiting is is working how it should hey man marcus freeman was (laughs) that's one of the things that justin scott intimated from the time he got to campus, Marcus Freeman made him and his family feel important. It was like, yo, it wasn't a circus. You know what I mean? It wasn't a circus like other commits down there. No, it was just really him and the staff. It was his weekend and Notre Dame hit it out of the park. Yeah. They hit it out of the park. Jaden Riddell, big time tight end, right? Fabulous job. Fabulous job with him. Look, pretty much every big time recruit that was there this weekend pretty much said the experience was better than they expected. Mm. Like Riddell pretty much said he couldn't even imagine the trip going better than what it did, you know? And really? Jared Parker is his recruiter, you know, so watching the offense, you know, but they're in a the battle with the likes of Alabama, right? So we'll see. You know, you had Antoine Knapp, Joe Rudolph, big kid, offensive tackle. Big kid, came in his size, his measurements, everything fits. <laughs> so um, he was a priority target for Rudolph when he was at Virginia Tech. 
and he felt the same. Once again, I left. How long have I been saying on this show that the class of 2025 in Illinois is like fantastic? Especially in Illinois because it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. Yeah, so Taylor Taylor from Geneva, Illinois, big time wide receiver. Uh, Brian Driscoll has been on record for saying he's one of his easily one of his favorite recruits in the 25 class. You know, you had Jim Flanagan and his son, Legacy, come down, had a fantastic time. This kid with his size plays defensive end, tight end, more than likely. I'm, I think they're looking at him as a defensive end, if I'm not mistaken. But he had a great weekend. Then you had uh, John Mitchell. Had another strong visit. Another strong visit. And you trust him because of Mike Mickens. Right? Logan yeah. Thomas, edge rusher from Texas. Marcellus Barnes is another cornerback from Tennessee. The list goes on and on. The list goes on and on. And um, a 25 kid, Christopher Burgess from Simeon in Chicago, actually talked to his coach last night. And he talked about the great job that Notre Dame is doing with uh, Chris Burgess. And they have a connection to that staff because of the way they went after Malik Elsey in a 23 class, even though he ended up choosing Illinois. So, look. He sat down. Look, this is this is how great it was. Burgess actually sat down and talked to Al Washington, you know, one on one for like an hour after the practice. So, look, we we have taken our shots at Al Washington on the Lucky Lefty podcast, and I said yeah. last week, like the narrative is changing surrounding Al Washington, and if he closes the deal on Justin Scott. And continues to get guys like TJ Lindsay is planning to visit after Notre Dame was thought of to be off the radar with him. And now he's building more momentum in the class of 25 with big time talent in the Chicago area. Notre Dame seems to get it. I've been screaming, recruit Chicago, recruit Chicago, because the 24 and 25 classes are stacked. And Notre Dame seems to be getting the memo finally. And that's good to hear. That's really good to hear. Man. It was packed. It had to be at least 60 recruits on business left. Mm. At least it was it was it was thick. And I might be shortchanging it. I might Damn. be shortchanging it. It was that well, that's good showing. That's good that we wanna we getting the right people in there. Um I'm just excited to see. I think as long as 24 ends out better than 23, you uh you see the progression and what the belief factor is that Marcus Freeman is carrying in that program. And to come off of an eight and nine season or eight and four season, what was it nine and four, eight and four? Yeah. For it to be uh so exciting in the recruiting part of things having a record and coming off a record like that, I think it shows a lot that people see the the potential of what Notre Dame can be. Yeah. And and people calling up there. Yeah. You know, we 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 you know, I understand how we can fall asleep on some recruits, but we're getting guys calling up to us. Left, let me ask you something, man. As I said before, it was a special weekend full of special moments inside the building over at the Goog, at the IAC, and even, you know, outside of those buildings. Left. Has anything like this ever happened while you were at Notre Dame? Entman, Entman with the foot save. Chris Cavanaugh gets his hand free and scores on the jump shot. What a scene. When they stepped on this field, on the berm, as yo, these cats left left practice, <laughs> went over to the berm. Didn't take their stuff off. Didn't take the stuff. So the facility, all the facilities are connected. It's yeah, like yeah. you have the IAC, 
the baseball field, you can go right outside the back, walk through the hallways that they've created, and go right onto the burn. It really is. Field. It's all it's wow. all connected, right? So they just pop up on the burn right there in the lacrosse field, and all of a sudden Notre Dame lacrosse goes on like a crazy run to tie the game. They eventually lost the game 17 to 13, but or the match, should I say. But it was, it was, it was, man, look, let me tell you something. It was a banana scene. One of the recruits I talked to, <laughs> their mother saw that and was like, now why would they do that? They all gonna end up sick and can't practice. And so it, it was <laughs> it was funny. And then it, I stopped to think about that, like, man, these folks, dude, it was cold. It wasn't like it, it was cold in the bin. And it was snowing at that point in time. And, yeah, those nuts came straight from sweating in practice. No jersey. Straight T-shirts cut off. Pores wide open. Yeah. So if you hear some people missing because of the flu this week, you understand why that might take place. But yeah, it was At least those boys was engaged. They was locked in. They loved yeah. it. Absolutely. You guys do anything crazy like that as a football squad? Because you guys used to go to the the uh, the men's game. Well, I used to go to the women's games. Uh-huh. The men's games, I couldn't really get – it's weird. They, I could get into the women's games, but the men's games was hard to get into. And the women's teams was way better, so I don't, I don't understand that. I mean, because the women's games would be sold out back then. Well, but it's the, it's the thing that the uh, – the, the, uh, the people, what do you call it? The the gatekeepers. Yeah. The gatekeepers, they uh they're the reasons why they made it so difficult. They pick and chose between what they wanted to do. Oh, so certain certain games they will be real liberal and let you in. Oh, so they treated their job like bouncers in LA clubs. Got you. Got you. They want to pick and choose who they want to let in, who they want to double charge on the door. You know, they want to hit the dudes up for 40 just to get in. And they just let the dudes that they knew in for 10 or in either for free and VIP. All right. All right. That's interesting. Lucky Lefty Podcast, all of our great content, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFB Nation, in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. Leave us five stars. We appreciate you. It's because of you, LL Nation. We have an announcement coming up Wednesday. We will be doing a live show in South Bend prior. Matter of fact, I think we're going to be doing a show the day before the Blue and Gold game, and I think we're going to be doing a live show after the Blue and Gold, Blue and Gold game in South Bend that weekend. We're going to give you deets on that coming up this week. It's a fantastic opportunity. It's something that myself and Malik are both extremely excited about, having the opportunity to work with local businesses to get this done. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. All right, we talked recruiting, and we talked about NIL, Transfer Portal, changing sports on the NCAA level. Can Jared Parker change the trajectory of a Notre Dame offense. We'll talk about it. Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.